Hello everyone. Usually Tom does the opening and talks very somber-like like this, but I said I would take over the reins this week. It's a very special episode of Bulls in the Ring. Because, well, Tom thinks the quarantine is over. And it's not. He has not worn his mask since March 17th, when everyone else started to wear their mask. So for him, the quarantine was over March 16th. But it is not. And we are here to talk about this today. Right here on Bulls in the Ring. Tom, how the hell are you? First, I want to say. <laughs> what do you want to say? I didn't say that the quarantine's over. I just said that this is, that we're being played. But you think we're being played? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to get more into we're that. We're going to know all this. We're, we're going to know it. Uh, uh, no, I have not worn a mask uh, in a... Other than I had to take my daughter to the doctors, and like they refused to let you in, so I had to wear it there because she needed her yearly checkup. But other and I barely wore it there because I was drinking coffee the entire time, so I pretty much had the, the cup right up to my face. Oh, I want to so. I want to get into like mask wearing and stuff. Uh, well, first of all, look, let's let's we've, I mean we've talked about this here and there since uh, well March really. Yeah, and we've, you, been, you, we've been under this farce. You did a um, a solo shot mm-hmm. back when I was on my little hiatus. You did a solo shot uh, saying you think uh, that nothing will really come of this and, and the country shut down. <laughs> uh, that nothing would come out of it the way that they were predicting. Mm. Obviously, we have an asshole governor who's fucking just... Keeping everyone fucking down. Well, and we'll get into all this. We'll, we'll trust me. We will get into all this. Where do we? Where, where do we start? I think that the best place to start is maybe the whole phase situation for New York. We can't speak for everyone, but this is this is our uh, our cross to bear in this fucking stupid ass state. The phase but, situation. So you're talking about phase one, phase two, phase three, phase yes. four. Uh, <coughs> so we're entering, we are in phase three, correct? No, we are in phase four. But you oh. wouldn't know it because really nothing's changed. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you still can't eat in a restaurant. Churches. No, you can now. now. Oh, now you can? But it's at capacity. Limited There you go, limited. But Jersey shut that down. Yeah, I'm sure that asshole will do that too. Um, gyms well, let's, are... let's go through them. Okay. In phase ones: individuals be permitted to go in public while staying a maximum distance from each other. It's highly suggested not to socialize in groups greater than ten. Non-essential travel should be limited. Are we under the fucking Gestapo rule here? What the fuck is going on with any of our amendments with this shit? This fucking cocksucker up in Albany is just fucking destroying lives. Well, how do you think he's destroying lives? Because if I own a business, alright, I own a uh, I own a greenhouse. I can't open my greenhouse, but fucking you can sell flowers at Lowe's and Home Depot where there's ten times, at any given moment, there's gonna be probably fifty times more customers than are at my greenhouse. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit. All these small businesses are getting fucked over. Yeah, they. You're right. They are, and and there's been some, 
there's definitely been a lot of businesses hurt. Uh, one of the, <laughs> for me, uh, one of the big ones that really kind of hurt was um, they closed a Pizza Hut in Goshen, New York, and it's done for good. Yeah. Like it was already, I guess it was kind of barely yep. hanging on. I've been going to that Pizza Hut since I was a kid. I know me and you have frequented that Pizza Hut many a times. <laughs> um, many a times. Yeah, so that one kind of hit home and hit hard. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a weird situation because you would think that they'd kind of give a pause on like uh, like rent or anything like that. But like, say they like say you own three Pizza Huts and there's no there's and that's your only. Um, income of money is those pizza huts. Now all those pizza huts are closed. So now you say you're living, in, you're barely scraping by in an apartment in New York City. Now you can't afford to pay rent because someone's definitely still charging you rent. It's just like a, a domino effect. Well, you 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 were allowed delivery and curbside pickup. Yes. But if you're, if I live 15 minutes away from the pizza place. I don't want to do curbside because by the time I get it home, it's half cold already. But if if you get it delivered... Delivery, now i got to pay a delivery fee. A lot of the times when I like to go eat, it's it's not so much going to eat because I think I can make a better burger at home. It's the fact that I don't feel like cooking, I don't feel like cleaning, and to be honest, it has a little bit to do with being waited on. It, it's a luxury. And, you know, you're going to hear people go, oh... You know, it's a luxury. It's not a necessity. Well, you know what? When I work hard for my money, I really want to spend it the way I want to spend it. And that's great. And and I'm sure you know. But it is a luxury. It's not. A, it's not a necessity. You don't need to go but out to, to but eat. To, but to people who own businesses, it is a necessity. I understand. But that's why they're doing the curbside pickup. It's better than nothing. But again, you can't judge how your customer base is going to be. If you have a regular that comes every week and he's going to sit, he comes to the bar, he gets a few drinks while his wife gets off work, his wife meets him, they sit down, they have different things on the menu every time, then after dinner they go for another, they go for a a nightcap at the bar. They're not going to do that now. And again, how do you know what your supply and demand is going to be? So you could be sitting there saying, you know what, I I bought 50 pounds of uh, filet mignon and now... I threw out 30 pounds of it because no one's coming curbside for it. That's what you have to... I mean, well, then, for the next time you you buy filet mignon... Well, I will say, sometimes with the... Uh, my wife and I went out to dinner a couple weeks ago for the first time. Went to this place in Piermont, and there was a couple of things that they didn't have anymore. Like, oh, we, we I think she wanted one thing and they were out of it. So they, they, they are ordering limited... Um, just so that doesn't happen where they have, like, too much of one thing and then they have to toss it the next day because it's garbage. Okay, and now that compounds into the warehouse, the wholesaler, that's sitting there delivering the food to the people. Well, you know what? Before, we used to pack out 50 trucks a day. We're only packing out 20 trucks a day now. So, you know what? Hey, you you 30 truck drivers, sorry, here's your pink slip. We can't afford to keep you because we have no business. That's what happened, man. I mean, everyone's affected by this. And then it compounds into, you know what, say a seafood company. Fulton Fish Market's sitting there saying to all the uh, 
all the fishermen, hey, listen, stop catching all these fish. It's it's a domino effect, and and this asshole up in Albany doesn't give a fuck. Well, that's not true because I think he look. I'm not a big Cuomo fan at all, at all. I think he's a goddamn doofus, but he's doing it. I mean, say he let everything run run business as usual, trucks are running, stores are open, blah blah blah. At least fifty percent of those people would have gotten sick, and I think half of that would have died. Some guy, some. Oh, I, I, believe, I oh, truly we'll, believe we'll so. Okay. We'll, we'll no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like a 62 year old guy who's on, been on the road for 30 years, still driving a truck. He can't really retire because he, you know, he is one of his kids is still in college. He's still driving a truck because Cuomo wouldn't, um, you know, he wouldn't uh, shut down shit. He gets sick, dies. Then what? I, I will I will answer that, but I, I think do you want to keep going through the phases, or you want to you want to hash on this one? Let's go. All right, keep going through the phases. Keep okay. Going through the Just phases. hold that thought. Hold okay. that thought. Okay. And in phase one, this is what could open: um, all construction sites with safety equipment and temperature checks required. When you're oh. when you're building stuff, especially in the beginnings of it, you're probably not by people because you're in heavy machinery moving stuff. A lot of this, it, it, to me. Unless it's closed quarter things, you know, putting up drywall, uh, painting, plumbing. And a lot of that could be done by a single person in a single room. You didn't have to shut down construction to me at all. Construction? You could have maybe... Construction. Hmm. But it was shut down. Completely shut down. You know what? Good. <laughs> I, hate, I hate waiting in line for construction. You like being caught in traffic because it's fucking construction? I'm not just saying road construction. I'm saying building construction. Well, that's different. I'm talking I'm talking road construction. Well, if they don't do it, they, New York roads suck to begin with. They do. They do. So, you know, what? if they didn't do them for right after the winter, essentially when, it, luckily we had a, a light winter, but if it was a bad winter where all the roads were tore up from the plows and then they stopped doing that on top of it, it would have been even worse. You're right. You are right about that. You're right about that. Luckily, we didn't have a bad winter where the roads were affected that much. But there have been winters where the roads were absolute shit. So yeah. Okay. All right. Point All right. taken. Manufacturers, non-essential retail stores for delivery, curbside, and in-store pickup only. Wholesalers and outdoor businesses like drive-in movies, landscaping, and gardening. Okay. That, that's what was able to open in, in phase one. Okay. All right. We moved on to phase two. Outdoor dining at restaurants. But again, remember, you have to social distance. Hair salons and barbershops with their waiting areas closed. Offices, retail, estate firms, inspection and in-person showings. In-store retails, malls may not open. Vehicle sales, lease and rentals. Rental re- uh, retail rental repair services and cleaning services and commercial business management. That was phase two. Now, okay. I haven't had a haircut in almost five months, and I think I have about 20 pounds of hair on my head. I just got a haircut on Friday. First time. And how long did it take you to get your to, to get in? I got lucky. When did you make your I, I, well, the place I go to is usually a walk-in place, but what I do is I'll the day I have to go... 
I'll um I go on their website and I just put my name down for like eleven o'clock. Say like eleven o'clock. I called that morning at nine oh two. The place opens at nine o'clock. And they say, Hey, can I uh get a haircut today? And they're like, Yeah, we actually just had a cancellation at five. <laughs> so luckily I was off last week. Um last Friday. But um yeah, I went and got it I had to go they had a cancellation, which is weird because usually this place is kinda like Alright, yeah, come in whatever, like, you just have to wait a little bit, or reserve your place online. If that guy didn't cancel, or whoever didn't cancel, I probably had to get my hair cut like, on Saturday. So well, I, I, I was actually I was actually pretty lucky. Again, I put, the, the wife usually calls up, and then I'll piggyback off of her phone call, because she schedules her and the kids. You go to the same place? And, yeah, we all go to the same place. Okay, that's cute. And it took a, it took a long time. I'm getting it done on Saturday. So mm-hmm. it took a good while for me to get this appointment because it was just so jam-packed. Well, that's because no well, everyone is... And I even asked the girl that was cutting my hair, I'm like, have you guys been slammed? And she said, like, it's been nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. what they... And what I what they do is they have to take... After every haircut, it's like, say they say uh, 15, 20 minutes. After that haircut is done, they have to spend 15 minutes cleaning the chair and disinfecting it. And then they could bring, like, another appointment in. So yeah. think about how many hours that is throughout the day of just no one in that chair and so cleaning. A 45-minute haircut is now an hour haircut, and you're only open 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. How many haircuts are you giving? It's ridiculous. And think about these people that were cutting air. It, you know, they, they were out of work for how long? Again, affecting people's fucking livelihoods. Yeah. And what would happen? And what would have happened if... Say I called up my hairdresser. I said, you know, hey, uh, Sally, whatever her fucking name is, can you come and cut my hair? I'll pay in cash off the books to do my hair because it's just, it's going insane. Mm-hmm. She came here, something had her out. She'd lose her license. Well, she's just trying to provide fucking, uh, you know, food for her family. No, listen, you make it, you're, you're very right. That's true. It, it's, people, some people were out of work. Luckily, like, I was okay, like... I was home. Like, I was able to work from home, and, I mean, obviously you didn't, but, like, that's that's where we'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people weren't able to work, and when you have a job, we go back to jobs, like, if you have a job that's not unionized or that's pretty much like, um, uh, you're a, whatchamacallit, um, oh, God, uh, like a contract, uh, not contract, um, freelancing. You're free, is that right? Yeah. Is that, when you're like a freelance worker like that, you're not protected. If you do shingles on a house and this hits and you can't go anywhere, you have no income coming in. And essentially, who's the? Why is Cuomo going to say that my job isn't essential? It's essential for me to pay my bills. It's essential so my car don't get reboot. It's essential so I put food on the fucking table. Right. Well, look. I mean, look did, does, he, does, we elected him governor. We didn't elect him fucking emperor, dictator, king. Well, he's governor of New York. <laughs> he's an asshole. What do you hold? I mean, he holds no water in Jersey or Connecticut or anything else like that. But for New York, if you live in New York, and he's setting that rule, you kind of have to abide by it, unfortunately. Yeah, but at what point is it overstepping his bounds? That's what. That, but that's his that. job. That I, again, I'm not a big fan of his, but he—that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to look out for the citizens for the citizens of New York. 
And that's what he kind of did. I mean, he did what he essentially had to do to stop the spread of this shit. Because it All was right. spreading. Hold that, hold that. Like, Alright, I'm, I'm holding a lot of thoughts in. Like, this is a, I'm like this Kelly is like Bundy. Like, they're, they're coming out. Of a fucking podcast right now. There are many layers you could pick from the middle, you could pick from the outside. Yeah. There's a, This is a blooming onion of fucking uh, fun here. So now, you can enter phase three. Personal care service such as nail salons, massage parlors. Oh boy. Spa services and tanning salons, and then low-risk youth sports are allowed. Okay. Okay? There's, a, I think, maybe a few other things. Um, indoor dining was uh, allowed to be up to 50% capacity. Now, my family member has a restaurant, and there's maybe, at mo- I'm going to say at most, and I think I'm, I'm overshooting it by a good amount, is maybe 20 seats in his place. In the beginning, it was, I believe... You could open at like twenty five percent. So that means he's allowed to have five tables in his restaurant. In restaurant, That's, but what about outside inside. the restaurant? Or that might have even been for outside. I, I can't remember how it went. But now you can have you can have uh, oh it, indoor um, dining can proceed with up to fifty percent capacity, and tables have to be. At least six feet away from each other. Seating in bar areas permitted, but only if a six-foot distance is maintained between parties. So, again, he has maybe 20 tables in his restaurant, maybe, and his bar might have 12, mm-hmm. 12 seats. So he's allowed five tables and three to four, depending on how they sit, people at the bar. How are you expected to run a business like this? And then the kicker, okay. the kicker is you have to you have to wear a mask while you're standing. But as soon as you get it at the table, you can take it off. What's the fucking point? What is the fucking point? You know, if I was at the restaurant, I'd chew with my mouth open. And just chew it. it fuck you. I mean, it's fucking. It's nonsense. a little. Like, it's a little silly. What jerk off? I mean, obviously we know what jerk off made it, but th- I mean, this is absolutely asinine. Well, at the table, you could. Sit. You're right because when I went out to dinner, like we had to sit at a t- at a tabletop because you know there wasn't a lot of re- there was there wasn't a lot of seats open, but we were able to get a tabletop that overlooked the water, like near the bar. And if we wanted drinks, we had to go up to the bar, and you had to put your mask on when you got up from the table. To go to the bar, which was like maybe 20 feet away. There were at least three times where I forgot the mask. Yeah. Um, and then, I, you know what? Like, I feel bad for these businesses because they're in a fucking catch-22. You know, I'm going out for a relaxing dinner with my wife, and now I'm getting hassled about wearing a mask. But, you know, I get it because this guy doesn't want to get his balls busted because some fucking stupid Karen's going to call the health department on him. Yeah. So, again, it's just, to me, it's ridiculous. I run up to go take a leak. My, my table's next to the toilet. I got to put my mask on for 30 seconds? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. I mean, you got to. It's, it, the, it's the law. You don't have to. You don't, don't, you don't have to, but it's like, you know, it's like masturbating in a plain bathroom. It's very frowned upon. Yeah, but no one sees you when you're behind closed doors. No. My thing is with these businesses, like, 
I think any business that closed because of this would have probably have closed within the next two years, regardless. They were hanging on oh, by... No, 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 I, no. I totally believe that. I, you don't see any... This, your, 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 you know, your family member's restaurant, I don't think there were any fear of closing. That place was always jam-packed. Yeah, but there, I've, I've read it continually, continually. And this, I get one of the uh, emails from one of the radio stations, and they say a 28-year business in Wappingers Falls closed. It was probably know, doing shitty business. A 30-year business, huh? It was probably doing shitty business. They've been open for 30 years. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. I, Red Opera Rest didn't survive. <laughs> that was open yeah, forever. Yeah. That because the building fell in on itself. These were these were thriving businesses beforehand. Speaking of which, not to get off subject, I drove by there not too long ago, and it, I mean, why doesn't anyone tear this fucking thing down and <laughs> just build another one or build something there? It is a complete eyesore. It is just a shamble of a building that says Red Apple Rest and very faded letters on it. I was reading. I, I don't know if they. If that might be a historical site, so I don't know if they. I don't know, but I was reading a comic book. It was like a DC comic book. I think it was Green Lantern, maybe a year ago or so. And one of the scenes was at the Red Apple Rest. Really? Same exact one. It said, um, it's a tuxedo New York Red Apple Rest. And the place was like, had cars in the parking lot and the building's like nice and shiny. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this person's been there in the last 20 years. <laughs> hey, that was, that was the place to go, man. That was... It was, but like it was just—it was just so odd that like it's in the current comic book that this place is like booming business. So someone in like say Milwaukee wants to go. Oh, let's we gotta try this if it's in a comic book. Let's this let's go find it. They do a road trip. They get there. Fucking place is just like it's just broken down. I get you. So, all right, little tangent there. Sorry, I just I just. I just want. I always. I've been meaning to tell you about that for like two weeks now. About the red. I know no, you're no, a big no, fan no, of the Red I, Apple I, I, Rest. Listen, you know I love that place. I know. That's why. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Okay. So now we move on to and in air quotes phase four. Because this was supposed to be the final one. Okay. Low risk outdoor arts and entertainment activities like zoos, botanical gardens, historical sites, which they're just fucking knocking down because all these people are assholes. Outdoor museums and parks. You can go to low-risk indoor arts and entertainment activities, including museums, aquariums, and historical sites. Film and movie and music production can restart. Higher, this, is what I, this is the one I love. Higher education institutions. So what, college? College, trade school, you know, uh, you know, hair and makeup school, you know, shit like that. Trade schools. Mm-hmm. And then professional sports without fans in the stands. Okay. All right. Several places that draw large clouds will remain closed in phase four, even though this was supposed to be the last phase, including movie theaters, gyms and fitness centers, and shopping malls. And churches. So essentially, uh, do we have a phase five? Do we have a phase six? Do we have a phase 27? Phase, uh, when the fuck is this going to end? This is precautionary. This is his way to fucking keep holding people down. No, I don't think that's the case. I think the case is... This is the C. You're at phase four. You're slowly dipping your, yourself into the pool. So right now, phase... No, you dip, you dip phase, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Four. Let me finish. No, phase four, to me, is how, how I see it, is I'm waist deep. 
and I'm hanging out in the shallow end, and so far, the water's fine. Okay? Now you're in the pool. Now you're going to slowly go to the deep end from phase four to see if the water's still fine as you go deeper. So right now what they're doing is they're letting, like they're not letting anything open that's not hardcore essential. Like there's no gyms open. You can do you can work out anywhere, anywhere you want because it's summertime. Go outside and fucking run. Do push-ups on the on the in the uh, on the rocks over there or whatever whatever you want to do. We're having stuff opening up slowly just to kind of see what's going on. And if shit hap starts happening, then we start taking a step back. That's what that's what's okay, going on. So, so what was phase one? Planning to go to the planning to go to the pool. Phase two is <laughs> pretty boarding much. the car. Phase three is driving there. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, no, this, no. Uh, no. Phase one was sticking your fucking toe in the pool. It was. You're right. right. Phase one's tip is sticking your toe in the pool. Phase two is you sit on the ledge. Phase two is when you fucking get the water on your ball so you don't get that shock when you jump in. Phase three. When you splash water on yourself. Your way in. And phase four should have been fucking swimming. But it's right not. The fucking diving board. But I'm it's sorry. not. Because if you dive too deep, say you don't know how to fucking swim. Then stay out of the fucking pool. Just, you know what? You, you fucking. You're, you, you have any type of uh, medical condition, stay the fuck home. I'm sorry. Why? You know what? Why should I have to worry about Betty? Because she fucking smoked all her life, drank like a fish, ate fucking McDonald's every day. Her, um, you know, her immune system and her fucking lifestyle is pure shit. And now I got to sit there and stay in because, you know, she wanted to, you know, she wanted to be a fucking 300-pound heifer who can't breathe with COPD. It's not my fucking fault. I'm no, sorry. No, you're right. You know, and you're right. Chunk it's, ass. You're, you're right. It's not your fucking fault. But yeah. do you want to be responsible for Betty's death? Who says I did it to her? But say, say you went over to Betty's house to uh, install to install her. Just hear me out, okay? You went over to Betty's house to help her out with her cable. Her cable is fucked up. You didn't wear a mask. You sneezed on Betty. Betty now has uh, coronavirus and she's dead within two weeks. You know what? That third. And you were the only uh, person to be in contact with her. That third fucking pizza pizza she would have ordered this week from the one in Goshen would have fucking killed her anyway. And listen, and so, look, look, all right, look, listen, <laughs> okay, you've brought this up so many times, it's not, you're right, These some the people who are dying have underlying illnesses, okay, but they're controlled illnesses for the most part, like asthma, okay, some people have asthma and some people who got corona, if they're a little older died because it really kind of affects your lungs. It's like the flu. Um, but why do they have to... You're cutting their life short because of a damn illness that could have been prevented. Do you know... You see what I'm saying? Like, you, that person could have lived another 20 years or another 10 years or another 5 years. Yeah, she could have gotten the flu. She could have fell down the stairs because the gave out. But she could have but... got hit by lightning because she's a blimp. It's not my fault. It's poor Betty. <laughs> I mean, I, I see. Look, don't. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put down what you're saying because I do see where you're coming from. That it's not your problem. You're right. It's not your problem. It's not my problem. It's no one's problem. If Betty smoked two packs a day, has COPD and can't and can't get off the couch. So, you know, in that case, you know what? Let's, but, let's get rid of cigarettes. Let's get rid of. You know what? 
everyone. Let's well, listen, they are tr- they are trying to get rid now. of cigarettes. Soy and green for everyone. Everyone's got to live in a bubble and eat soy and green because that that's what. That's the only way that we're going to be able to control everything. You motherfucker. What is that now? That's fucking socialism. Soil and green is people. You want people to be cannibals? Soil and green is people. Have we not learned from fucking movie history here? Has Charleston Heston not taught us anything? Basically, this is is what it is, okay? I'm going to put it in layman terms for you. Is that right? Is that the right way to say it? Yep. That is it. Don't be an asshole and just wear the fucking mask. That's pretty much what they're no. saying. No, 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 no. You want to get into the mask situation now? Yeah, we can. Okay. <laughs> to me, I'm tired of hearing you. The mask isn't for me. It's or isn't for you. It's for me. And, you know, you should respect me. Well, one thing my mother always told me was respect's earned. So, you know what, Betty? When you're fucking wolfing down fucking Girl Scout cookies and fucking ho-hos and deep-fried everything, I don't respect you. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a prick that way, but you know what? You At have the end a, of the day, Tom, you eat this, a lot this too. is about self-preservation. And you know what? If you, can't, if you can't survive, don't leave. And here's another issue. You're going to sit there and worry about masks. Okay, right. you're gonna worry about masks, but fucking Jose in fucking California who's picking your lettuce may not be wearing a mask, or he might be fucking squeezing his fucking balls and, and wiping his ass and not washing his hands. Now he's going into the thing. Granted, it may be he may have it. Now it's that's one guy who's not wearing it. The guy who's packing it might not be wearing it. The guy who's loading it onto the truck might not be wearing it. I mean, it's on there. There. This is this is a thing. It's there. The guy who is loading produce may sneeze, and now he wipes it on him. You know what? Joe Schmo, who picked up that head of lettuce and said, you know, this one's not big enough, he puts it back. We're not going to stop this. Wearing a mask is just, to me, it's nonsense. Of course, it's not preventing anything. Well, it kind of is. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to stop it. But it's going to halt it by a good percentage. A good percentage of people aren't, aren't going to get sick people, because are, you're taking precautions. You're wearing a bandana. Is that really going to matter? Other than robbing a bank in the fucking 1860s in fucking uh, California, uh, wearing a bandana serves no purpose. Um, yeah. hello. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, it, it kind of does because some people spit when they talk. Tom, I got a question. No, Say, I, like, what? we... I, this shirt, I make this shirt into a bandana. Hold up your fingers. I got it over my eyes. Hold up your fingers. Okay. You're holding up two. I can see them. But that's not a mask. That's not a mask. It doesn't mean nothing. It, it doesn't does. Mean if it you does. can smell a fart through a pair of jeans, you're not a mask. Ain't gonna do nothing. It's gonna it's block gonna my. Nothing. It's gonna block my spit. From, I sometimes spit when I talk. Okay. And again, you're wearing it all day. That thing is completely soaked. You don't think shit's gonna go through there now? They, say, they recommend that these masks shouldn't even be worn that long. That they should be changed regularly. How many masks have you worn this week? Um... Did, I even, one? did I even go out this week? Say once or twice I wore it. I same did. One? I, I went to go get ice cream. Yeah, the same one. Same one. So you wore the same one. Where'd you leave it? It's in my car. 
you left it in your car. So you're spitting in your mask the whole time. You're spitting, <laughs> spitting in your mask. And you leave it in your car. It's getting fucking moldy. It's getting fucking <laughs> disgusting. And now you're putting it back in. Back on your face. Now you're getting yourself sick. And then I'm tired of hearing these people say, oh, well, you just sneeze in a mask. You know what? Fucking sneeze in a mask, asshole. And when you got snot just in your mouth, yeah, okay. Everyone who I don't care who what you say. If you're gonna be, if you know you're gonna sneeze, you're taking the mask off and you're and you're doing it in your in your hand, in your elbow. I'm tired of this. It took, you know how long it took me to learn how to sneeze into my elbow? It took me like years to finally get the, to know to do that. You sneezing in your hand isn't good. Don't sneeze in your hand. You never sneeze in a chew. It yeah, took you, you years to, fig- to figure that out. Yeah. So I sneeze on <laughs> my elbow and I brush up against something. Or, you know, I pick up fucking four things of fucking cola. I got one in my arm over here like this. I'm holding it like this. And now the, the cashier's holding it. Now the cashier's fucked up everything. You get these people that <sighs> wear the gloves all day at work. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm protected because I'm wearing the same gloves. Your, your fucking gloves touch fucking 9,000 different people's different shit. Including their dirty money, their credit cards, the receipt. It, enough. Enough. Okay. All right. You mean? Uh, yeah. All right. I. They're valid points. They're valid points. <laughs> well. Yeah. When you're touching money or something, you're not supposed to touch anything else. You think that uh, Marcy, who's at the checkout register, is changing <laughs> her gloves every time? Marcy I don't know. Ain't changing shit. <clears throat> Marcy. She's wearing that glove for her entire shift, including when she goes to the bathroom to wipe her ass. Look, I think one of the reasons why... See, maybe you make dollar points, I don't know, but... No one knows, okay? I think... The CDC's flip-flops on everything. They're supposed to be the, the, the end-all, be-all of knowledge. But this is the thing about this. It's, it's a brand Monday new... Ma- it's a brand new... masks are bad. Okay, it's, it's a new relatively new strand of virus that not a lot of people... I mean, if you look at the 80s, remember, I mean, we were around when the whole AIDS thing was going on. People thought, like, if you kiss another person with AIDS, you get AIDS. No one knows about this shit. No one... It's not, um... It's not down to, like, a science that where, like, you know, like, if you touch this, you'll be okay. If you don't touch... You know what I'm saying? It's... It's... It's new, and yes then, and, no. and, no, mean, and a couple it, years from now, people will know about. It's a long way since AIDS, though. It has, but this is something that's new that science never really kind of looked at before, and that's why it's everyone's taking the precautions. Do you need gloves and a mask? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But no one knows. Cuomo doesn't you know. know. You don't know. I don't know. No one it knows. Can in, shit can go in your eye eye opening. They probably could, so but we don't know. So you're taking every precaution. I sneeze on your eyeball. It's gonna go into your system. You're right, I but I mean, you have eye. to really I sneeze. Off your glasses. I, I, I give up. Well, then you're a fucking douchebag. If you do that, you're, you're a fucking douchebag. Your you're a douchebag if you do that. That's yeah, really well, that's trying to get someone sick. That's I'm what, not trying to get you sick. That's what he's. That's what he's saying. He's like, they should have made the slogan instead of "Stay home, stay safe." Don't be a fucking asshole. Just no. It should have said, you know what? Go in a fucking bubble. Go in a fucking bubble. Apparently, everyone's got to live in a bubble now. Well, that's exactly what they said. Stay home. That's your bubble. Yeah, but but again, I'm not afraid of this thing. 
know, if it kills me, it kills me. Uh, to me, and I, I don't want to get religious on this, but this is. But my I don't want you. To, I, I don't this, want you to I die. I've this my entire life, though. God gave you an infinite amount of time on this earth. You know what? At October 11th in 2046, I'm going to die at 11:42 a.m. October Whether 11th. I get struck by lightning. Okay. I fall down a flight of stairs, or I get impaled by a fucking deer. I'm gonna die at that moment. Yeah, That's but you it, know, I'm gonna die. but Tom, you so know what? I'm gonna be, and this is and this is the truth. If I found out you died because some dick didn't wear a fucking mask when he was talking to you, I would be fucking livid. Okay, if you fell down the stairs or got or you know natural cause or whatever something that's natural that's one thing but because some douchebag didn't wear a mask or didn't wash his hands and then got you sick and then you died from it i would be fucking pissed because you were taken because some asshole wasn't listening to the rules that's where okay, i'm that's okay, what i'm trying to coming okay. from okay and i would hope you would feel the same way if i died that way or if any of our friends died that way or family members just, just, joe just a quick question yes what are you drinking right now i am drinking a corona light Corona light. You know what? Someone could be drinking a Corona light right now, get into a car and kill someone. Are we going to ban alcohol? What? Tom, no, that makes no sense. Yeah, it, it 100% does make sense. What does this if have I to get, do with if coronavirus? I, if I, beer, I get behind the wheel, I could kill someone. Innocent, yeah, and I'd be pissed about that an too. An person could die because of that. And I wouldn't drink Corona lights anymore if that happened. <laughs> but that, that's, not changing, that's not changing the point. I would still be pissed. I'd be yeah, pissed. You could be pissed. If someone, again, if some of my friends or family was killed by a drunk driver, are we gonna sit there and literally shut down everything? Red meat could kill you. Eggs could kill you. Uh, you know, smoking could kill you. Drinking <clears throat> could kill you. It's All these totally things can different. Kill you. What, what are it's we different. To do? But it's different. You're not supposed to drink and drive. You're not supposed to smoke three packs a day. I mean, yeah, you can you can do those things, but like. You're taking a chance, just like you're taking a chance walking out on the, on the in the supermarket with no mask on. Yeah. Yeah, but that you just proved my point. <laughs> Don't do it. You're not supposed to drink and drive. Yeah, exactly. But again, what? It happens. We can't what? sit there, Joe. If that's the case, then you you're proving my point. Make alcohol illegal. If any. You don't sell it. Do not sell beer anymore because it could happen. Yeah, Tom. But anyway, because like, again, okay. we don't know if the mask works, so we gotta we gotta not wear. You know, everyone's gotta wear it, but no one can drink beer anymore either. It. it this is unfortunately, I, I I see where you're coming from, and I'm, I think you see where I'm coming from. We have we can't live in fear. We can't live in fear. Yeah, well, Tom, unfortunately, we are. Look, I'm I'm uh-huh. with you. I'm with you to an extent, okay? I think the media blew, the media had nothing to talk about for a couple of months up until the whole what, Rodney what was his fucking name the the black guy who was killed by the cops Rodney Mac or George Lloyd is that what was that his name George Lloyd. What, I don't know where I got Rodney Rodney Mac was from one of the mean street posse <laughs> um, anyway but. They had nothing to talk about. Nothing was going on. So they blew this up to be extravagant. So I do see it from that point. The whole thing with the mail, like wash your hands with the mail, wash your groceries, all that fucking bullshit. I think part of that is, and I, I, I again, I agree with you with some things. Like, uh, you know, my, my wife's washing groceries out and, you know, leaving the mail outside for a day or some crap like that. Like, I think certain things like that are the media kind of uh 
sending it out there like this is bad and 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 uh, it could be on. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just trying to they're trying to scare people. So I agree with you in that sense, where I think it was blown way out of proportion with certain 100%. things. With certain things, okay. But people have legitimately died from this. I've known a few people who are dead because of this. People I used to work with. I'm Thankfully, no one, no one personally one in my life. What was that? I, I'm not one person. That's but that's and that's great. But I mean, maybe if you did, maybe you'd feel a little differently. But like, two people, at and least again, two people what, I know from work. Can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. And again, I love you, Tom. I'm not trying to piss you off. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> but I think this is making a good debate. No, this is this is good that we don't. Uh, this shows that we don't always agree on everything. We usually agree on everything, so this is good. Yeah. We can have a little bit of a union. Yeah, here. of course. That's fine. I work in a very, uh, Ooh. in a job where I see a lot of people. It's a lot of interaction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of equipment that's that's used between everyone. And the only person that I know that directly works only with me. There's other guys that work there, you know, sporadically. He got it. He said he had it for about 12 hours. And at worst, he felt was that he was tired and, like, he had no energy. The next day he popped up, he was fine. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, he has a few kids and his wife. And one of the kids didn't get it. So out of his household, four out of five people got it. They they were no, no worse to wear. That's great. Another guy I knew worked in a, uh, ho- a hospital. That was it. That's all I knew who had it. And my wife works in a in a job where she was an essential worker. She had to show up every day. She saw a ton of people. Because, again, at that time, her place was one of the only places that were open. So people were going there. Whether, they, they need, whether it was essential things that they needed. She said people were buying, like, sprinkler heads and bird seed and bullshit mm-hmm. and well people it, were going it, crazy with it, the buying shit you know people were going there and and she said out of her job she knew of maybe three people that got got sick and maybe a few of them used that you know where you could just be oh I, I'm on quarantine for 14 days to have that many days off and get paid for it mm-hmm. so I think that the numbers are extremely skewed but you can agree that people were sick no worse than a flu, from what I've heard. Dude, let me tell you something. I, in my job, I could see, like, we, they, they let that, they, um, if you had it, or you were exposed to it, they gave you two weeks off with pay. Yeah. Okay? You don't but, think people were and, taking but, advantage of that? Look, maybe they were, maybe they weren't, I don't know, but, and there were a lot of people who had it. Maybe, uh, uh, uh. Let's say out of 200 employees that I've uh, seen on a computer, I would say at least 30 of them had it. I know it's not... How many of them, in all honesty, all honesty, you think we're faking it? You know, I don't... I don't know. I, I think you. I think again, you. I, I think you needed a doctor. I, I could have went to work. No, no, hold on. Can I finish? Yeah, you need. Sure. I'm. I'm pretty sure you needed like a doctor's note to get it because I don't want to really kind of reveal what I do, but 
there was a point where one guy wasn't getting it because he didn't supply a doctor's note. And he eventually did supply a doctor's note and he was able to get the the uh, the COVID pay, they called it. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I'm assuming they all had it. Uh, but who? that's not for me or you to kind of And again, debate. I find this a little bit funny. I find this a little funny that New York and other like-minded governors all had terrible numbers where other places didn't have it. And I know people are going to listen to this and say, well, now Florida's exploding, Texas is exploding. Yes, you want to know why? Because there's more testing. Whether you're asymptomatic or you were a carrier for it or whatever the case may be, you tested positive for it, doesn't mean you were sick. And this is the problem with the media. The media is driving home this thing that, oh, there's all these cases, there's all these... There's a, okay. There's a lot of cases, but that and there oh all these deaths all the look at look at the survival rate the survival rate to this doesn't add up. We are we are to the point where it's you know you hear people oh it's more than a flu it, it's really not it's really not listen it's a let me bad bad flu it's a bad flu it's a bad flu it is I I agree with you it is a it is a strain on the flu I I believe I had it. Um, if you listen to episode 99, Alligator Penis, I had the flu that week. And I think me and you Which had a... your monthly flu. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. For, not for, for the record. Were you not... in China at all? Hold on, like, Hans. For, for, you could have been the carrier? For the record, I haven't been sick since then because I've been self-quarantined for six months. So there might be something to this. But I had a, I had a fever of almost 103. And I felt like fucking death. I felt horrible. And I've never been... I can't remember the last time I was that sick. And I've been sick plenty of times. I had pneumonia last August. So I know what it's like to be sick. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I think about two years ago, I was sick for three months. But I've never been that sick where, like, I couldn't... Like, man, I remember waiting for my meds in in the drugstore and I had to sit down. Because I thought I was going to pass out. I don't even know how I drove home. I mean, I was bad. I was really sick. And looking back, a lot of the symptoms that, you know, sore throat, cough, uh, feeling really tired, like and a high fever, I had all of that. But they said it was, it was just the flu because coronavirus wasn't really – it was around, but it wasn't here yet. Somehow I got something. So, I mean, maybe I had it, maybe I didn't. I don't know where I was going now, with this. <laughs> did you ever get tested for it? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't because I don't want. I don't. I don't feel like going there and testing it. I don't care if I had it or not. I'm fine now. <laughs> the way I look at it is one, I'm I'm not getting put on the grid. And two, the only thing that goes up my nose is my finger. Hold, so hold on. What do you mean you don't want to be on the grid? You don't want them to see you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not getting my name into this whole fucking thing. You want to be a UFO that just kind of flies under the radar and no, no yep. uh, plane yeah, scene. No. <laughs> Even the other day, it's. It, we'll go on another little quick tangent here. Again, as I said, I had to take my daughter for uh, for uh, vaccine vaccines and everything. And I'm not a big uh, vax vaccination guy. I mean, obviously, you're you're just starting this whole uh, journey through the vaccine vaccine thing and again i don't know how you feel on it 
But if I would have really it. known... What's that? You're you talking about ch- the children vaccines, right? Yes, yes, children. No, get the fucking vaccines. Oh, see, I... I, I do you believe it creates autism? Like Jenny McCarthy? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Really? Yep, 100%. We had, I think, maybe when we were growing up, maybe eight vaccines. Yeah, it was very low. Hashtag Joan, by the time she is old... She will have had 73. She had, uh, she actually had her four-month checkup today, and she had to have shots. I don't know what they were for, but she had shots today, and she had shots the last time she went. Um, yeah, there's a lot, but there's a lot more, there's a lot more shit going around. theorist or a fucking whack job, but... You are. When me and you, me and you, well, yeah, but... (laughs) When me and you grew up, did anyone have a gluten allergy? Did anyone have a lactose allergy? Did anyone have autism? We had kids that were hyper. We had kids that were hyper in school. Well, let's... That's what they, that's what they were called, hyper. Well, listen, 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 listen. Okay, I do agree with you on, certain, on the, the allergies. I think the allergies really kind of pop... Peanut allergy, all that shit popped up, like, within the last 15 years. That definitely wasn't around when I was in school. Yeah, or we in school. I mean, I mean I had peanut butter and jelly every day. <laughs> no one yeah. died from it. The autism thing, though, if you think back to when we were in school, there were some kids... That they would be like in the special classes, you know what I'm yeah, saying? How many? I mean, it was a, it was a, I mean, it was a, a handful. handful. Yeah, it was a handful. You're right, it was a handful. But they existed, and there might be some kids that weren't in those classes that could have been what they call like on the spectrum. Like, yeah, they they said my daughter, my oldest daughter's on the spectrum. Okay. And in all honesty, she's a better reader than I am right now. Mm-hmm. She can read much better than me. And comparing her to her sister, it's night and day. It's night and day. Right. I mean, my but... little one, my little one's like me. She's near illiterate. Okay. The older one is she can, like I said, she could read War and Peace. She's she's very good at reading, sounding out words, articulation. Where I'm not. So, and but they're saying she's on it. Why? Who knows? And they have all these scales and all these things. She's in all these. Uh, you know, special classes for speech. You've, you've sat with my daughter. She can talk. She can talk normal. There's no, if anything, my younger daughter has what I would consider a speech problem because she's a little bit lispy sometimes. She she can't say words. Your oldest so, or youngest? I'm sorry, I missed that. What's that? Your oldest or youngest? My youngest. And how, how old is she, eight? She's eight now. Uh, that's, I mean, she's eight. <laughs> that's how I see it. She's eight. Like, I think you yeah, don't mature like your speech. As soon as she was in kindergarten. Yeah, look, that that's that's still that's something that's changed. Like that didn't have that when we were when we were kids. They they do have more. They do have more PC bullshit names for things now. I I told this story on the podcast before, and I don't want to really get too into it in case people know these people. But um, I was coming somewhere with my wife, and there was a kid there who was just like a nightmare, just a nightmare, yeah. very bad. And I'm like, holy crap! Like you know, that kid's like crazy. And my wife was like, oh, she's uh, I forget what she said. I'll just I'm just gonna make this up just for the sake of the story. Uh, she has POCD. I'm like, what's POCD? She goes, oh, that means she she doesn't listen properly. I'm like, that means she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that means she's like, every fucking 
every kid. That means her parent let her fucking get away with everything, and now she's a fucking asshole. Why do you need a name for this shit? She's she's a dick, and she's going to grow up to be a bad kid if, if nothing's corrected. Exactly. Like, you don't need but, these names for shit. But I think a lot of this has to do with all these vaccines. That, you know, it's changing stuff on it. How many how many kids that, did, did we know that were unsure of what gender they wanted to be? Because you're popping these kids full of fucking stuff. Who knows what DNA is in there? What all this crap that's going on? And, again, I'm quoting my friend, and I could be 100% wrong because I'm, I'm hearing this from him. But he's saying even last year's flu vaccination, which had a, I believe it was a 15% success rate. I don't know. I I wouldn't want to wear, a, a say, a bulletproof vest with a 15% success rate. And he said in there, part of the, the cocktail of whatever they made was um, canine kidney cell shit in there. They're putting canine kidney cells into a flu vaccine. They're putting really? in rat poison. They're putting in all this shit. How is that? How is that a flu vaccine? That, that 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 to me that's just fucking poison and fucking wackiness. This is fucking um, what's his name? The German doctor Mendel or whatever his name was. Fucking experimenting on people, and and we're supposed to trust the fucking CDC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit like that's fucking wacky. Why are we? Why are we doing this? We're not human experiments here. No, we're not. And you're right. But I mean, it's you know, it's it's like uh, it's like anything. One person gets it, or one person does it, and then next thing you know, we're wearing masks everywhere. Yeah, and and you know what? I've I've personally known three, not personally known, but I've heard from friends and family. They've known people, three of them so far, who've gotten this flu vaccine. Not this year, but in in probably the past, say, 10 years, who've, like, gotten fucked up from it. Paralyzed, where, like, it almost like they were, like, a stroke victim. They had to learn how to do shit over again. Like, fuck that. Well, I mean, that, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's... Look, you're taking a chance. You want to mandate that that kids now, for school, and this is in New York, that they get the HPV vaccine? It's for cervical cancer. And I get guys can be transmitters for it, but why should a guy who, I don't know about you, I know I don't got one, I ain't got no fucking cervix. Why the fuck do I need a vaccine, or my son, say, needs a vaccine for something he ain't got? Well, it's so you don't get Riddle it. Don't do that, Batman. It's, I mean, that's fucking I, nice. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so you don't get it. It, it's like a, it's an STD, isn't it? A guy it? will never get it. A guy will never get that. Oh. Yeah, but isn't it an STD? Yeah, but he could be a carrier. Okay, he could be a carrier. I don't want to pump my son with something that he could be. He could be a carrier. I'm sorry. And they asked if my daughter wanted that, and I was I, I said whatever she needs to do to get in the school, and I don't even like doing this. And they wanted to give her five. One of them was including the flu shot. She got two out of the five. I, and if I didn't have to give her any, I wouldn't. And one of my guys that I work with, his kid actually got vaccine sick. He like, he, it's not good. These these vaccines are no good for anyone. Like I said, I'm sorry. We had eight, seven or eight when we were kids. They're giving these kids seventy three now. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't trust. 
I don't know. In, in all honesty, I don't trust doc. Like, and again, if you're a doctor listening or a nurse or any of these people, again, it's your profession. I know you're going to support it. You're going to defend it. But I, I honestly don't trust them anymore. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know who I trust? My fucking dentist. How scary is it that out of all the doctors in, in every field, I trust my dentist the most. The one who, like, everyone fears. I love going to the dentist. And you want to know why? Because he shoots me straight. He shoots me straight. Do I need to get this filling in? Well, not really, but it could eventually get bad. Well, when it gets bad, I'll do it. He's not pushing shit on me. Um, I have, I have a dent. I had a dentist who tried pushing shit on me. You they, need to go to mine. My guy's great. I love. They've been dog. trying to get me to do a, a mouth guard for about five years because my teeth are grinded down. They think yeah, I grind they, my they teeth in my sleep. Too. I'm like I don't grind my teeth when I sleep because I'm you know I snore constantly. I grind it because like if I'm driving or something I'm stressed like I just like I clench my teeth. Like oh no this is from this is from when you're sleeping. I'm like no it, it's it's not like I'm telling you I don't grind my teeth when I sleep. It ain't gonna do anything. And those fucking things they're not covered they're not covered by insurance. They're like four hundred bucks. You don't need them. I don't want one and I'm not gonna get you one. But I'm just trying to tell you that like they they can no, no, they, they can they, push they, they shit. To push one of them on me. And I said no. And the the, uh, the the dental hygienist said, she goes, just go get a, a mouth guard for like seven bucks. She said it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, I, I read that too. But I don't want I, I don't want something in my mouth when I'm sleeping. You finally stopped sucking your thumb? It took about 30 years, but I, I kicked that go. habit. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I, I grinded my teeth, but... It, what I attributed to was when I used to dip. Ah, yeah. I mean, I would always be clinching down, and probably when I was sleeping, I was subliminally clinching down again. Oh. And you know what? I'm Look, so glad you stopped doing that. <laughs> that oh, was, I miss it every day. Oh, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. You had a fucking spit cup in the car, and you'd just see... And that All disgusting, flummy brown liquid. Oh, oh I miss it. Oh no, I I don't. I'm so happy you don't do that anymore. <laughs> I got I got I got this right now for my cigars. Okay, that's different. That's just saliva, but like, oh my, it was so fucking gross. <laughs> but you did for a long. Did, we really yeah. went off subject. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hop back on. All right, let's go back to the it. other. The other situation is is that they predicted this to kill millions of people. It was gonna it was gonna decimate millions of people. The numbers don't prove that. The numbers are minuscule compared to the predictions that they threw out. And you know what? Not for nothing. Let's go back to fucking asshole Cuomo. If he didn't throw all these fucking, you know, vulnerable people who are in nursing homes, again, a place where they should be safe, where they should have been. And there, they should have been doing precautions because, again, it's a vulnerable group. But me and you being strapping young lads that we are, I don't think we should have had to have that. But he put these people in there and he killed how many people? That was fucking him. And I don't think the numbers would be as bad as they are. And you hear you hear stories, whether they be true or not, and again, I'm not gonna sit there and, and say anything because I don't want, you know, people getting on here going, Oh, I fact checked that and it's not right. I'm just throwing out stories, but you hear people who jumped off the bridge and had COVID and they got they got marked as that. How do we know for sure? No, we're, we're not going to hear it. There's HIPAA laws. There's all these things that you're not going to be able to find out if it really was that. But, again, 
maybe it's my conspiracy theory, but I think a lot of it, the numbers were tainted. That's my personal opinion. I mean, the numbers just don't add up. You're looking at 330 million people in the United States, and we maybe lost, and I think it's even lower than this, the number being um, 150,000. The mortality rate in this is nothing. It's nothing. It's point zero zero. How many zeros? One percent. It's 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 ridiculous. So, all right, let's let's um, man, we we hit a lot of points tonight. Um, where? So you are you are? Is it safe to say that you were an essential worker? Can we say that? You have mentioned that you've been working through this whole thing. Um, I have been working from home since... I don't think I've actually missed a day. That's great. I've been working from home since... I I literally left um, when my baby was born and have not been back because I I was out for a couple weeks. And by the time I got back, uh, my job was already working from home. So... I... I've been working from home for the last several months. I've been quarantined. You have been out there. Um, I do feel for people like you and people who work like in the, in the supermarkets and stuff because it's just business as usual for you guys. Um, whereas me, I'm I'm aching. Any precautions. We know you haven't. <laughs> and I, again, I think a big thing that has to do with it is you're you're. Let's put it this way. You get sick a lot, correct? (laughs) Yes. All right. I do get sick a lot. You get sick a lot. Your immune system, and again, I don't want to sound mean when I say this, but your immune system maybe isn't as strong as mine. I get sick one day a year. It's for maybe 12 hours, and I'm good to go right after that, where you get sick regularly. Which is surprising because your body is just like, an infestation of just impureness, <laughs> and I mean, I I I don't do half the things you do, but yet I get sick. I mean, I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't know I, why. I've been I've been I've been saying this for how many how many times throughout all these episodes? Drink beer, smoke cigars. Nothing can grow in you. I I, I rarely get sick. Yeah. The, uh, the one time I got, and the funny thing is, the first the one time I got sick. This year was actually after I went to the dentist, and it was in late August last year. Yes, because you came to my house. We had a special bulls in the ring at the Casa de Joe parents, um, and then I got sick right after that. <laughs> you should have been wearing a mask. Yeah, well, yeah, well, maybe I fucking should have. Because see now, see now, if I died because you were sick and you came to my house. Wouldn't you be like, fuck, I killed Joe. Like, I'm never going to go out with not wearing a mask ever again. No, I would have blamed someone else. <laughs> you fucking would. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was, but what was the point you were trying to make? That I get sick a lot and... That you get sick a lot. Yes. Now, you're, you've, been, you've been totally isolated from everyone. You've been just living in, essentially, your bubble of the house. You go out into the real world now, your immune system shot. You have had no exposure to anything. 
that's do, gonna get you sick again. I do and worry about where, that. That's where I fear. I fear once they open this up, and I think it shouldn't have been a soft opening. It should have just been an opening. Let this fucking it get herd immunity, whatever you want to call it, just so that everyone gets this. And unfortunately, I don't want to sound this way, and I know it's a little callous, but the strong survive. You have to sit there and and be able to handle this. Because what are we supposed to do? If this never goes away, are we supposed to live this way for the next 50 years? No, because the vaccine's coming eventually. And I think people who have been sheltered and isolated aren't going to be able to, to be able to defend this. And again, you hear about this revving back up. I, I, I do. I agree with you. I, I think that might happen. But I do. And I do worry about that. I'm not worried about me getting sick. I don't care about that. I'm worried about my four month old daughter getting sick. But That's what I worry and, about. Again, and, and again, I love hashtag Joan. I'm not trying to say this, but the the, the child mortality rate is like nothing. It's it, you're right. It's low. How, <laughs> and how is that possible? You have a child that say like your your baby, what four months old, five months old, four months today or yeah the other day, four, four months has had probably no exposure to anything. I'm sure if she got it, it would probably how how would it not decimate her it's not it's not doing anything to children that's the that's the scary part the thing though is that we don't and know we don't know for sure the media hype is is taken over but the thing is that we don't know like i don't know her she we don't i don't know if she ha- she might have asthma we don't know mm-hmm. they can't tell that yet so god forbid she gets something and then got, you know, i don't want to think about it but like yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not trying to worry you. Like no, I, said, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't want to take. Nervous. I don't want to take that chance with her. I don't give two shits if I get sick and I end up bedridden for two weeks. That's me. I don't want anything happening to her. And my mom has. My mom has in the last couple of years developed like horrible asthma. I don't know how that happened. I worry about her. If she gets sick with this, like what's gonna happen? My mom's in her sixties. With where the mortality rate for people who get this with underlying illnesses, oh, yeah. it's well, not listen, good. My mo- my mother had breast cancer. Yeah, exactly. Your mom's at risk too. And my father-in-law, when he was staying here, he he is susceptible to uh, pneumonia. But again, they never and they've never said to me once like, oh, "You can't go to work." Don't. Me and my father-in-law were working hand, you know, on our knees, face to face, digging trenches. Right. You know. There, there was no worry about this. We weren't wearing masks. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, it just... To me, I just... My thing is, and again, we hit phase four. Everything should be reopening, yet this asshole is not reopening it. And are we going to have to wear masks for the next ten years? Like, what... If And again... Add a third point into it. I don't want to take a vaccine, or I won't. I won't take a vaccine. I won't. That we don't know what the study is on it. What are the long-term effects? What could happen in five months, five years, fifty years? I don't want to have something that's going to fuck me up. You know that that's right. th- th- these are all big issues that no one knows. But the one thing we do know is life goes on. Obviously. Me being out there every day, my wife being out there every day, we didn't get it. Maybe we did get it, but we're fine. Uh, are we supposed to just stop everything, stop the world because of this? 
Well, we did. You don't hear you don't hear an outbreak in Africa, South America. There, there's nothing crazy there. What, why is that? These aren't the beacons of medical expertise there. Why is it not exploding there? I, I don't know. Look at how malaria and AIDS and all these other diseases that we know what can do to it are doing it to these people. How, I've heard stories, whether it be true or not, I don't want to speculate, but how are, when people get on ventilators, it's blowing up their lungs, and that's the reason why they're dying. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, have an, I don't have a response to that. I mean, I just, to me, I think this is a lot of hoopla, and I think we're being played. So, I, I don't know. I, I just, to me, I'm not going to live in fear. Okay. That, that's just me. That's my that, that's opinion. What, and you're, and ah. you do make a point. Like, we shouldn't have to live in fear. It's just rough when, you know, you, you think things are calming down, and all of a sudden you hear about, like, I know where I am. Things were down, and all of a sudden it kind of blew up again a little bit. Um, there was like some kind of party. I can only imagine where. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of people from this party got sick. Yeah, well, and, and, and that's what's funny. They, the, the asshole up in Albany, didn't give a shit about that. Why? Because it was against his vote. Because if he knew he ever restricted them, that would have been a blocked vote he would have lost. And if you're from New York, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. that, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Oh boy. <laughs> so so what do you need what do you need for I, I feel you need a decision. You need a you need a ruling. It's what, been what a, it's been a, it's been a long time since we had a holding court with the king. And here he is interrupting yet again another broadcast. Uh yes. Tom and I were discussing the uh there's his crown. <laughs> Tom thinks um well, Tom, why you explain it to him? I mean, I think that our governor, and you are a fellow New Yorker up by the wall, is an asshole. He's fucking over the state, and he's screwing people out of their livelihoods and ruining people's lives, and that this quarantine is just being played to us by the media and by government. Essentially, that's the, that's the talking points of this podcast. For the record, okay. I never... I, I've written down your side of this with my ink uh, calligraphy pen. I would like to now hear Joe's um, side of this. Okay, for the record, 
I never, I never once said he wasn't a douche. <laughs> I do, I do think Cuomo no, that, is a douchebag. All right, he's just an all-around douche. However, I think with everything going on and to kind of, kind of halt this virus, he had to do what he had to do because that's his fucking job. I guess I'm going to reveal my character a little bit here, too. You both think he's a douche. Um, interestingly, I'm sorry, Joe, but I'm going to rip a lot of things that he's done. But as a person, as an individual, as a way he presents himself, to me, that's his most likable quality. I want to ha- I want to drink beer with the guy and try to bring him over to the Trump camp. So, you know, maybe I'm connecting with him on a douche level a little bit here as a person. Um but that's the extent of the positives I think I'm going to say about his governance right now because, um, you know, this corona thing, I just think it's out of control. Um, Joe, yes, I do feel that, um, you know, there's a deadly virus that's been spreading. Um, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there. Um, Me, and, Tom. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, to say that it's not real... Um, is incorrect. A lot of people have died. However, I think we can question how it started, um, how many people have died, um, what they've died of, and more so recently, you know, people aren't dying as much anymore, but there's still all these cases. So, you know, regardless of how deadly this was in its peak and its potential to be deadly, the bottom line is the media, the government took advantage of us, and there is a greater, um, there's a greater force um, at work here, in my opinion, than the virus itself. Um, I, I, be- I don't know what it is. I've heard all kinds of stuff. I've, you know, I'm trying to not jump on, you know, Alex Jones type bandwagons too easily. So I can't come out here with an exact hypothesis of what the fuck is going on. But it is much more than a deadly virus and a society trying to protect itself from it. Um, there's much more going on here, and I firmly believe it has something to do um, with the fact that it's an election year, and I think that these closures and quarantines are going to hit round two right around the time we start getting closer to an election so we can get mail-in votes, and, uh, you know, um, there, there's definitely ulterior motives here. Uh, as far as um, we talked about this in pre-production <laughs> um, you know, wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. I hate the mask. I really do. Um, but I wouldn't totally, you know, I, I wouldn't, like, Joe, I like. I guess you're more in the mask camp. I'm not going to be a total, you know, redneck here, like, you're a pussy. Listen, if there's, a, if there's germ spreading that could kill somebody, who knows what those numbers are, but if one person could be killed by germs that you or me or Tom has, then, you know, a mask lowers that risk. So it's a cautious and responsible thing to do. Um, But I think the mask has just grown to, you know, kind of be an over-exaggeration of what we need to do to be safe. So you wear a mask? Um, I wear a mask because I have to. If there were no mask regulations, um, I would not wear a mask. 
And well, I, I think... know that because, you know, people have worn masks. I mean, during flu season, I, I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, during flu season, I feel like here and there, you'll see people in masks. In Asia, it's very common to wear a mask during flu season. So I really think it comes back to just how cautious are you and how germ-phobic are you. And I'm not germ-phobic, which is why I won't wear the mask if I get sick. I don't. I mean, I do wear it, but I don't want to wear the mask. Like if I get sick, I get sick. Um, but I'm certainly not going to look at somebody like Joe or somebody who's you know pro-mask and be like, it's bullshit. Um, you're a pussy. You know, it, it sure it can reduce your risk of contracting germs. Well, I will say I'm not cost benefit. I don't think it's worth it. I'm not. I don't want to wear the mask. I I hate it. I, like especially if I. Get, my breath stinks. <laughs> I'm smelling that thing while I'm shopping. I don't want to wear the mask. It's that, listen, like, y- y- you kind of have to because, like, just pretty much you said, like, I have I have a daughter. You know, I have friends who uh, can get sick. My mom could get sick. Anyone can get sick. And if I'm responsible for that, I could not, like, look, I, could, I couldn't live with myself. So I wear the mask, I guess, pretty much for them so I don't get sick and I could be around people, if that makes sense. And, you know, if the mask is some kind of freaking stunt, you know, mind control population, or not population, like, you know, social control stunt, I think they need to sell it differently. Because, listen, I'm going to sound like a douche here. My wife tells me all the time, but this is just the truth. When they say wear the mask to protect other people, fuck that. If If I'm wearing the mask to protect somebody else who might, you know, be at a higher risk of contracting the, the virus, that fucking person should stay home or wear the mask. So I can respect Joe if you're wearing the mask to keep yourself healthy, but I don't know. Um, you know, I've actually said to a couple people, wait a minute, if I contract this virus, I'm going to be isolated and possibly put into a coma. Sign me the fuck up. So, um, so you know, whether it's that frame of mind or just thinking I'm invincible because I'm the king I, I'm not wearing the mask to protect myself I certainly am not wearing the mask to protect other people everybody you know take care of yourself I'm really just wearing it because um, you know I want to be able to go to the store and not be harassed and you guys know that I'm a little bit prone to temper tantrums <laughs> uh, and quite honestly, if you really want me to break this down, if we're going to talk about, you know, psychological motivations of why you do or don't wear the mask. I'll be perfectly honest. I've thought this, but I've not said it out loud. But, you know, we're going to uh, we're going to break this on Bulls in the Ring. I wear it because I know how angry I get when people tell me what to do. I've gotten into heated exchanges at various times of my life over, you know, going to the gas station and. Like, my credit card doesn't work at the pump, so I go to the handicap spot and run in, and I'm like, quick, you know, pay for number two. And then some fucking douchebag is like, you're in a handicap spot. And I go, well, what the fuck are you going to say about it? You know, like, as soon as somebody, especially a stranger, like, doesn't mind their own business, and I fall into, like, the victim role of that, like, somebody's like, what are you doing? You're in the handicap spot, or you can't park there, or you can't do that, or... Um, recently, during the pandemic... um. There was a limit of one flower per customer at Hannaford, and I wanted three because I was making pies and pizza crusts and 
and you know not wanting to go grocery shopping every week so i just kept ending my transaction at the self-checkout and starting a new one and i got three flowers and finally a guy is like you're breaking the rule and you're holding up the line and i'm like well you're fucking risking your life right now like i can i and i know how douchey that sounds but i cannot control myself in that situation it makes me so angry like my neck starts pulsating when a stranger goes out of their way to tell me what to do so I'm trying to avoid that situation by wearing the mask because I know there's a lot of mask heroes out there that are going to be like, he's not wearing a mask. And I'm going to end up fucking, at the very least, yelling at somebody. And if they yell back at me, then it's going to be a slugfest. So that really, you know, breaking news into the mind of the king, that's my major motivation for wearing this mask because I'm just thinking of the, you know, the handicapped spot flower situations and how fucking angry I get. I don't know why, like... You know, uh, sometimes it doesn't even take an overly confrontational person. I just don't like people telling me what to do, period. And when it's a stranger, I really lose my shit. Oh, I, I cannot stand the Karens of the world. Karens, there you go. You put a, a name. So, yeah. So, really, that's my main motivation. Um, and my wife. My, my wife gets on me about it. But sometimes I'm out by myself and I don't have to answer to her. So, it's really about just avoiding confrontation. Mm-hmm. But again, in saying all this, I'm not saying that other people shouldn't wear it or anybody's a pussy for wearing it. This is just, you know, my opinion. I, I, I agree with you on that, and I see where you're coming from, but I'm one of those people that just want to dig at people, and when I get told, like, you're supposed to be wearing it, I'm just like, nah, nah, and, and I, I, will, I will argue it. I, I definitely see where you're coming from, though, by losing your temper. Yeah, that's uh, just shut up. So, Tom, do you yeah. think you do you think you don't wear it because people are telling you to? Like, if no one's saying to you, would you end up wearing it? No, I wouldn't. Okay, <laughs> for two reasons. One, um, it's my life. I, if I, I'll, I'll take my chances with it, and then two, we live in we live in the greatest country in the world. It's a free country. It was based off of free thoughts and free everything like that. I'm not going to have someone sit there and say, oh, you have to do this. Because at what point does it end? That's kind of my, my, my thought process on it. Yeah. I'm not going to be sitting there and be told, like, you have to do this. and I, I don't have to do it. And I, when I do go to stores and I don't wear it, I have, I have my ammunition and my, my facts to support why I don't need to wear it. And it's that. But, like, for example, like, I, I go to a liquor store, and there's a sign running the door that says, you cannot enter this establishment if you do not have a mask. Your shirt and your hand don't count as a mask. Do you enter anyway? Absolutely. But, but you're not supposed to. There's a, I mean, you have to, if it's a small business, you kind of have to respect that this, they don't want you coming. It's like no, shoot, no, sh- uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service kind of thing. And I get that. And if they don't want to serve me, I will go to the next business. But for the, but most businesses have that. Especially, well, I don't know about where you guys are, but where I am, it is pretty much everywhere I go: gas station, liquor store, grocery store. There's a sign that says right before you go in, you need a mask to enter this establishment. I, I can tell you, um, pizza, gas, beer night. When I go for it, the guy at the gas station, he 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 complains about it all the time. 
You know, he, he doesn't like wearing it. He respects that I don't wear it. When I go in to get my beer, he, you know, they, they've never said a word to me. Please. And in the beginning, it was curbside pickup, and they never said anything. I, I socially distance from these people. And when I now that we're allowed to actually go in, they've never said anything to me about it. And when I go in for my pizza, the the guy says he's like, oh, and there could be a bunch of people in there, and he's like, oh, Tommy, he don't wear it, he don't wear no mask. <laughs> he, he loves it. He he like he, he like loves. Oh, look the at this guy. He no care. Yeah, and half these half these people aren't even wearing it correctly <laughs> anyway. So what's the point? <coughs> And again, I'll bring up the bandana thing. The bandana, to me, in my eyes, isn't saving anything. Wearing the same mask for 20 days in a row, it's not... You're wearing a soiled... Would you wear the same diaper for 20 days in a row? No, it's it's full of piss and shit. You change it every time you need it, but people aren't doing that. Yeah, well, this is professional equipment, you know, that doctors wear. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know, there's a lot of people that wear it under their nose... You know, like, what's that? Like, uh, like, what is that guy wear a condom on his balls? Like, I mean, what's the... That I don't like, get, yeah. You're not even doing it right. I, yeah, I've exactly. seen that. I've seen that before, and I think, like, you're... Man, what a fucking retard. I wear mine like a yarmulke, and I just say I have a re- religious exemption. <laughs> For the first week, like, right after Cuomo made this mask thing, before I realized, like, all right, this is going to be some serious bullshit... I went out twice, once to Walmart and once to get gas, um, in, I'll show you, in, in this mask right here. I have props. <laughs> and man, <laughs> um, and, and you know, obviously it's a Trump mask, but I forgot we're not on video. Um, so yeah, obviously my point was to bust balls and I could have continued to go out my Trump mask, but you know, at some point I started to realize like, all right, people are going to get pissed. And from what I gather, sounds like that's more of a thing down here. Like up where I am by the wall, there's about, I would say about 30% of the population just refuses to wear it. And like, if you say something, it would be a problem. You know, there's a little bit more of a redneck culture where I am. Um, but from what I've gathered in some of our Zoom conversations and my parents and whatnot, it sounds like there's a little bit much more of a higher expectation down where you are that everybody just wears it like it or not. <coughs> I'm the not. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Did I answer your question? I must have taken my meds today because I didn't want to just automatically jump all over Joe. So I was a little bit empathetic. But I guess my ruling is I do not like the mask. Well, I don't think anybody likes the mask. No one wants to wear the mask. My my argument was you're doing it to kind of... To, to be safe, technically, like, I mean, you, I don't know about you guys, but Tom brought it before the how I'm always sick. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, sick now. <laughs> what was that? What did you say? I, but I haven't heard you sick recently. You're no, sick. I, I mentioned I've been quarantined for five months. Like, I, I'm not exposed to anybody to get sick. So it, it back, is. New listeners, go back in the archives to like, uh, like. Episode, I don't know, maybe 25 through 55. <laughs> Joe is dying each and every fucking week. I, from October to December of 2018, I had a lingering cough slash illness that literally lasted every single week. 
And uh, I don't know what... <laughs> you pretty much are good to get me sick every four months on this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, I'm on a good streak, knock on, knock on wood. So... Yeah, I mean, you you will get you will have a cough all the time. I smoke like five cigars a day, <clears throat> and I never have a cough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fragile. I don't know what to tell you. But for so for that's what I'm trying to say is that for people like me, like who do get sick, um, say I go out without a mask and boom, I'm sick. Now I'm bringing it home and my wife gets sick and my you know my daughter gets sick. I uh, I go to my parents' house. My parents get sick. You know what I, I'll say to you? Stay home. Yeah, but I got to go grocery <laughs> shopping. Listen, uh, I want to tell you something. I did not completely hate this isolation. You know, I'm an introvert. I like being home. I like not going places. Like, this was like a dream come true, with the, with the exception of the deaths. <laughs> not, not That's not a dream come true, but not being able to go anywhere, like, I kind of liked it for some for some of it. I'm actually with you on that. Um, I'm a little bit torn because I love isolating myself as well. I love, um, you know, we recently ran a graduation. Um, well, I guess I'm revealing a little bit about my professional side, but uh, I was recently at a graduation and, you know, there were no handshakes, there were no hugs. I didn't really linger too much afterward. Um, people make conversations in public quick. You know, socially, this, for recluses, this is fucking awesome. Um, and really, I do like it. Other than the mask, I like a lot of the other stuff that's going on. But I'm torn because I don't like why it's going on. Um, and, you know, there are other people that I want to fucking go to work. You know, there are yeah. certain people that are, you know, sitting in their house, you know, or, or the people that drive with their mask on, that I look at them at the stoplight and I go, I want that motherfucker to go to work. And I want him to get sick. You know? So I'm torn, you know, the, the asshole in me, like, just wants everybody to be forced to go out there and say, you know, fuck it, you know, life goes on, but this, you know, the, my personality and, and how I am socially is like, alright, cool, I'll sit home and not have to talk to anybody. Like, there's a part of me that doesn't want you, I mean, the amount of money I saved in the last few months from not going, not I spending, still- I filled out my card gas, I think, twice since March. Yeah, now you so, got paid regular? Oh yeah, I'm still working. I'm getting paid just so, like I'd be there. So I, I'm sorry, Tom, because I know this isn't you, but I, I guess I'll talk to Joe on this one. So you got paid to stay home, not spend any money, and then you get a stimulus check. You're fucking balling right now, right? Pretty much. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, having a kid definitely took a hit on that, but like I. Yeah. I mean, I'm not spending money getting lunch. I'm not spending money going to work paying gas. I'm not, you know, I'm not spending money going out to dinner every other week because my wife wants to go out to eat. I saved a good chunk of cash. I I paid off one of my credit cards recently that had a good chunk of money on it because we didn't go anywhere and it was nice. If I didn't have a kid in March, I'd have more money. Yeah, same here. And we were talking off the air that my stupid fucking dog broke its leg. That cost me a pretty penny. Which negated a lot of this, but, um, you know, the king was making out financially on this uh, a little bit. So, yeah, there was a lot of good, um, but I've really come to the conclusion that I will, you know, give up the working from home, the stimulus checks, all the, you know, kind of quiet good things. I'm willing to give that back to make society go back to normal and take their fucking masks off and get to work. Right. 
Now, now I have two questions. One of them is for both you, and then one of them is for the king. I'll start with the king question. At what point do you think that these masks just need to go away? Like, is it going to be five months, five years? Yeah. What, what um, is your... I mean, my opinion is go away any fucking time now and let people wear them. If they think it's protecting themselves and they want to put it on, put it on. If you don't feel comfortable that other people aren't wearing masks and you don't think your mask is going to protect you, stay home. Um, so I, I would say right now, what do I think is actually going to happen I have no fucking clue, because going back to my rant when I first came on the air, I don't really know what the motives are and, you know, what the big picture of this whole thing is. I think there's um, certainly some election piece of this. Um, there's some globalism piece of this. There's some popular... I keep saying population control, but I don't mean that. I mean just control of people, you know, government control piece of this. Um so when you factor, yeah, when you factor in all those things that I really believe somewhere are at work, I don't know where the mask falls into all this. But if you're just asking for my opinion, I would say fucking take it off now. Okay, that was question one. Now question two would be for the essential workers that were still going to work. Do you feel that they should get hazard pay for this? Having to go in every day, expose themselves to the the populace and have a higher degree because again using me as an example I'm much more likely to get it because I'm exposed to how many people where you guys have been in your house not being by anyone should should there be something given to the essential workers can I answer that can I answer first sure. no that's well, for both of you okay um I think that's like a double edged sword kind of thing because well number one you chose that profession. Okay, that's number. That's that's it. You know, you uh, there. You know, you choose to work at Shoprite. You choose to be an EMT. You choose to be a fireman. That's what you wanted to do. You knew like you're gonna be work. This is a job that's gonna require you to work a set amount of hours. Like, I mean, I don't want to give away what Tom does, but you work all over the place, kind of thing. I've actually worked more overtime during this thing. And than that's I have great. Not. And well there there you go. There's your compensation for it. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, you, this sleep. is what I mean, you don't have to work at Acme. You know, you want you 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 were choosing to work at Acme. With that said, I think there should be some kind of throwback. Maybe I don't know, a couple cents on the dollar more or something during this time because you are putting you are putting your life at risk. Um Especially working somewhere where you are around the public 24-7. I go to the gas station. I, I'm pretty close to Jersey. There's guys pumping gas. They're out there talking to people all the time. So I think with with something like that, yeah, I think there should be some kind of, maybe not a huge chunk of change, but maybe a little something thrown your way. But Tom, you're getting, you're getting overtime, so I really don't feel bad for you whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm being there for the hours. That's the difference. Yeah, well, no one knows what you do except us, and we know <laughs> we we know you're not really putting your life at risk. Right now. <laughs> I'll agree with that. I mean, I have a little bit of a hard time with with it 
and and also with unemployment because you have to ask the question where the fuck is the money coming from yes we're only killing ourselves by handing out all this unemployment and you know uh, hazard pay would come out of somewhere however with the precedence that we've set up through this whole thing with the unemployment why the hell wouldn't workers so you're telling me somebody who makes three hundred dollars a week working part-time in a mall store um is now going to double their pay to stay home but workers aren't getting hazard pay you know if we just said fuck it we're an emergency survival of the fittest then no then yeah fine nobody should get anything but if we're but with the but what the precedent we set with people getting paid to stay home and unemployment for those who weren't getting paid to stay home why the fuck are we screwing the essential workers? You know, we're handing out all this shit to everybody except the people working. That I have a problem with. You know, like, I got paid to stay home. But if I didn't, you know, if this was a true, like, all right, society's on pause, good luck to you, you know, purge situation, survival of the fittest, fine. But... You know, a lot of people got paid to stay home. A lot of people got paid to get laid off. Then we need to take care of our essential workers, too. Okay. I was just, like I said, I was just wondering with that, how the thought process on it. And I think the King brought up a good point that we are giving extra to people that didn't do anything to begin with. Right. Yeah, we're not screening. And with this unemployment thing, it drives me nuts. We're not screening how much people were making. Um, basically, if somebody was, and maybe there's some regulations in there that I'm not aware of, but basically, if, going back to our Shoprite days, you know, where we were making two, three hundred dollars a week, we would be making six right now. And you know, why isn't there some screening process to at least match what somebody's making? Because, you know, somebody who was making a full-time salary at that same retail store, somebody who was making $50,000 to manage the place, um, is now getting the same unemployment check that their part-time eight fifty an hour person's getting? I mean, that was poorly done. And, you know, the fact that essential workers were left out of that whole thing it makes it even more poorly done, in right. my opinion. Right, and I guess I have one last question. This this will be my last one. Okay. I don't know if Joe has any, but this is my last one. No, since we I'm, have the king I'm good. On. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, you come from another state, and now you have to be in a a, a fourteen day quarantine, self quarantine. You think that this is just a complete? I guess ridiculousness when it comes to your First Amendment rights. Your, you know, everything that that you have as a free person here. This is one of the biggest, like, mind blowing things of this whole quarantine situation. <clears throat> Just how different all the states have conducted themselves, and how powerful the fucking governors have been. The president has checks and balances up his ass. The president can't do shit. Presidents can't get anything done. And this isn't a partisan statement. I don't care if it's Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton. Presidents can't do shit, apparently, but governors can do whatever the fuck they want. A governor can say, you know, you can rent a paddle boat, but not a rowboat, because too many people get in a rowboat. It's crazy. So, and I remember, this is one of the 
few things um, that I'll say that I learned from that bitch Mrs. Ryan in seventh grade. I remember her <laughs> talking about. I remember her talking about states and states' rights and something in social studies and saying, "Could you imagine if you went to the A and P in Vernon and had to exchange your money and it was worth something different?" Like, that's why we're you know we have a federal you know we have federal regulation on top of the states. But during this pandemic, it doesn't seem that way. We have fifty different fucking governances on on everything at this point, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's crazy. I mean, we're all one country. Sure, New York City's rates are going to be higher than uh, Boise, Idaho, but we're Americans, and I, I I think we all need to unite under federal leadership. So, you do you think that that? His executive order on this ban is unconstitutional. Um, or even how it would be enforced. How would it be even enforced? Since we're defunding the police. I don't know. And this was another thing that came up at my graduation that I went to as a guest and do not work in education. Um, a guy, a kid who moved from North Carolina was bringing family up and like three days before the graduation ceremony, this was announced. And, you know, the, the parent came in like, what do we do? And we're like, who cares? Just fucking come. <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah, you can't enforce it. This Same with the mask. I mean, it's it, it's all just arbitrary. Joe, any thoughts? Um, I mean, I guess pretty much what King said, like, how can you stop it? You're going to track down everyone that's driving up here from Florida? You're going to be on the lookout for Florida plates or Virginia plates or Massachusetts plates. It's a waste well, of time. That's the whole thing. Can they legally even stop these people? I you mean, know, I, if, I, I, if I'm driving up with a Florida, Florida plate, how can they stop me if I didn't do anything wrong? I mean, say you went to Florida and then you rented a car down in Florida and you're driving back up to New York. I mean, what are they, if I'm in, if I'm, if I live in Buffalo and I'm going to Long Island, right? Well, you're staying and in New I York. I don't want to put miles on my car. Yeah. And I rent a vehicle. You go to Hertz, they have 50 different plates. That's true. Plate. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, I guess they'll look at your license and say, all right, you're from New York and keep going or whatnot. And they'll probably ask you why you have Florida plates on your car and you just tell them. But I, to me, it, it's, I think you're wasting the police time to be on the lookout for people coming from out of state. I mean, it's almost yeah. like you need a passport now to, <laughs> to enter New York. Yeah, you can't I mean, stop every, everybody. Every Tuesday, as I've always said, I go for pizza, gas, beer. If the work police are sitting at the border saying, "Well, you just came from, you know, New Jersey. You sure you didn't go to Virginia or Kentucky or any?" No, like, how would they even know? Mm-hmm. And, a, and a boss to me can't sit there and say, "Hey, you just took a week vacation. Where'd you go?" I get, I, I had a staycation. I stayed at home. How do they know that I wasn't in fucking? You know, Universal Studios fucking riding the Hulk. Well, it's closed, so they know you're not. No, no, it's open. <laughs> oh, I said okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a question, and I've actually had this question for a couple weeks. This actually opens up a funny story about after uh, hashtag Joan was born, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if this was ever discussed on the air. But oh, Tom went rogue and thought uh, Joe was not going to be um, uh, 
coming back. Um, and we almost bumped Joe from his own show, if, if you remember. Um, I thought we discussed this. Was, okay. I was going to take his place, and then finally Joe was like, hey, assholes, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. So going all the way back to that, which was the very beginning of the pandemic, actually, yeah. um, I had a couple things prepared. I had one bit that we're going to save. Maybe I'll tell you off the air. Um, but I then had a question, which now is an even bigger question. Why the fuck are you guys quarantining from each other? You can't sit across a table with a microphone in the middle? Um, We've had a lot of Skype. No, well, I can I can answer that. That's mainly yeah. me, and that's only because, um, obviously with the baby here, it's a little harder for me. I'm not... Every Thursday, I was I would go home to Warwick, and I would see my parents. And uh, um, sometimes I would used to, I used to go to, we used to go to trivia. Um, that's how Thursday night recording kind of became because we would, we would go to trivia afterwards, and then it just, it just kind of evolved into just me going to Tom's house and doing the podcast. Um, it's a little harder for me to drive all the way to Warwick. Drink a few beers, smoke a cigar with Tom for a couple hours, and then drive forty-five minutes back home when I have work the next day. And then, like you know, my you know my daughter has a ten, you know, I put her to bed and stuff like that. So that's not so much quarantine. That's just me now being a dad. Yeah, and so I mean, this isn't gonna last. It's gonna be for a while, but there's gonna be a time here and there where I'm gonna go see Tom and we'll do the podcast live. Where Tom can come here if he wants and do the podcast here. Yeah. I was just gonna say that Tom, your kids are older. Why don't you pack up, uh, go down there, and then sleep on the Joe family couch? <laughs> I sleep naked. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want I don't want my family seeing that. But that so that's <laughs> that's mainly me, and that's not. I mean, at first, yeah, it was a lot a lot had to do with quarantine, but. Um. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much the gist of it. There will yeah, come a I, time I see soon. Where coming from yeah. Because like, know, without having the baby having the shots and, and everything, you don't want. And again, we're even before this quarantine. I, I see a lot of people. I deal with a lot of things, and I could bring something there. I didn't want hashtag Joan getting sick. So I, I get where he's coming from. Like I'm not driving but ten I, minutes. I, I would. I would 100% drive down there. You can come down on a Thursday. Come on down. You're good with that now? Yeah, come. you can come by. Okay, I, I just didn't know how you... Because, again, you're, you're a first-time father. I mean, I are you... Are you same with me. W- would you go home afterwards? Or are you going <laughs> to... No, I, I, if anything, I would come right after work. Yeah, you can do that. Because for me to come right after work, that's a short We drive. never really discussed it. We just <laughs> we just kept doing Skype. We yeah. can. We, you can definitely I, do I that. More, I more thought of it. I more thought of it as Joe's being a cautious dad, didn't want to expose hashtag Joan to anything that could be brought into the house. Not quarantine wise, not coronavirus wise, mm-hmm. but just the the general, you know, sniffle sneezes. Yeah, and that had, and of course that plays a part into it. But for the most part, it's like I'm not driving ten minutes back to my parents' house to sleep there and then go to work the next day. It's like I have to kind of come back. To yeah. Rockland, so it's more like me just not wanting to drive home well, late. I fully understand you got to do what's best for your family, but I'm just saying, as you know, as an occasional guest, but as most weeks as a listener, it's getting a little rough having the volume up to 57 
hear Tom and then get blown out of a fucking car when Joe says something. Well, wait till you hear the <laughs> wait till you hear part two of the. Uh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> we had some technical difficulties last week. <laughs> no, Yo, trust me, I would definitely do that because he's very close to a Chick Fil A, and I, I am. Would, I would, I'm I'm six minutes away from Chick Fil A. Yeah, I, I would I would just do I would go to the Chick Fil A before I'd stop at his house, do the podcast, and then go back to Chick Fil A. Well, you gotta bring Chick Fil A for me and the wife. That's the only that's the only thing. Oh, yeah, I think I'm up here by the walls too. Cause... <laughs> yeah, well, when you bring a DP dough home, then we'll talk. You know, I was in Ithaca about a month ago, and I about had a heart attack because I was gonna have DP dough, um, and it wasn't there, mm. and. I was kind of in a hurry. The family's all, they, they were shot for the day, so we were just like, fuck it. Um, and then I went home and I Googled it and I realized that it moved to another location. Oh. Um, I spent God. about an hour and a half to two hours driving home from Ithaca wondering if DP Doe even was open anymore. Good and that Lord. was a very uh, traumatic time. That would be horrible. Well, all right, well, that's a good note to end it on. Um, follow sure. us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. Um, we're on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Podcoin, Apple Music. On Apple Music, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button, rate and review us. Uh, Tom, any parting words? Make sure, if you haven't listened yet, listen to the interview <laughs> with the Candy co founder and editor in chief for a special free gift. It's the last week, right? This would be the last week, yes. so make sure you listen to it because you don't want to miss out. It's very, uh, very good if you do take part in the uh, gift. So make sure you do that. Very simple to do. It, it doesn't take much. So make King, sure you do that. King, what about you? Any parting words? Um, when you do your little rundown there, you're also on Google Podcasts. I figured that out. No shit. <laughs> you don't even know that? I don't, I don't know I how that works, but I don't, you're there. Tom must have done that. I didn't do that. Yeah, I, I, prob- I probably signed us up and didn't even know. Well, now I have to change my whole repertoire at the end. Follow us on Google Music, <laughs> Google Podcasts, and you can listen to us there also. There we go. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. There's no and reason for you not to listen. They, they canceled uh, Hall of Fame weekend, so I'm not promoting renting my house anymore. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> okay. All right, well, un- un- until next time, I am Joe. I'm Tom. King here. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on Bulls in the Ring. <laughs>